0: Oh, you need your mic is way over there oh That's right uh, red tape
1: uh yeah all right i think it's still plugged in is it let's see me oh we're halfway yeah.
0: Me, 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 me.
1: You, 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 you.
0: Wait, I need, I need headphones so I can hear what this is doing.
1: Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What we've got. Well, it's stuck in my head now. Maybe it's because you mentioned New Jersey in the title.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a story. The story is called New Jersey Border Patrol is the story I'm talking. So, me, 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 me,
1: me, 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 okay. me, me,
0: you're up more, but then I have, oh, wait. Now, all the settings were the same as before, so I guess they're okay. I mean, do we sound fine? Because I'm going to be about, I could be like right up on it, but. Here, maybe about here.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, oh I'll move over a little, just to, uh, you know, just right. more space.
0: I guess, yeah. yeah. Someone says buffering already. Oh, I got to turn my computer off in the other room. Um. Sound fine to me, says Aaron Crutchfield. All right. I mean, literally, I haven't touched the board since last time. And the mics are in the same spot, so I guess we're good. All right, good. We're going to hold for sound in a little bit here.
1: I don't blame you Uh, so yeah I'm working on the Christmas song for this year and I came up with three of my own beats as we hear Brian Ping in the background maybe I should add that to the beat Um, because I don't want to like buy a beat you know but I have a rap that I wrote that I think it's gonna be two songs this year a Christmas song and a New Year's song because I have this New Year's song that I don't want it to go to waste, but it was already used in the uh, Suzuki Cappuccino review. And so it's a full version of that song. And I think people seem to generally like it um, because it was kind of like, I realized the more morose, sad songs that I write are the ones that people tend to identify with. Um, Or I guess kind of like sweetly, sad, melancholic, bittersweet, all that nonsense. Um, This is for like the however many people who care about the Christmas song, which shrinks every year, but I don't really care because I like doing it. And the whole point is you got to do things you like doing, otherwise you're going to be miserable all the time. And so I prefer to not be that. Hmm. I've also been watching a lot of video games as movies. So um, I watched What Remains of Edith Finch, fantastic adventure game that's only lasting like an hour and a half but it tells a wonderful story uh, watched tell me why which is from the makers of life is strange very interesting stuff and yeah so that is uh something that will eh, and i don't know how to finish that sentence
0: uh, finishing sentences is overrated it really is we have one guy aaron cruz before we get started here um thank you doesn't have a question but thank you for the donation i appreciate it so we're gonna hold for sound now
1: welcome everyone to rcr podcast number 81 i can't believe it's been that many already i'm nick and i'm so, and the the title is New Jersey Border Patrol because story. Mm-hmm. So,
0: New Jersey uh, uh, for people who live in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, maybe Maryland and Delaware as well. You know all about this. You can uh, it costs nothing to go into New Jersey, but it costs a dollar to leave. So. When you count when you go uh from Jersey into uh Pennsylvania on interstate 78 and some of the other ones you uh you got to pay dollar which is no problem but uh, you have your easy pass and which is your little transponder there and you get charged one dollar well it didn't read mine because I was on a motorcycle and I've used easy passes on previous motorcycles of mine but every other time I've done it I've taken the Easy Pass off the motorcycle's windshield and rode through the turnpike scanner with riding the bike with one hand and holding the Easy Pass up above my helmet with the other. And it reads, well, this time I kept it on the bike windshield and it didn't read it. And then I got a bill from uh, Easy Pass New Jersey uh, for $30 as a violation. Like, yeah, you went through this and you didn't have it. I'm like, clearly I do. So I tried to call the customer service number to just say, I mean, cause this stuff happens and of course, due to COVID wait times are longer. And then, uh, so, oh, it
1: says, uh, my connection is unstable. Please retry. Yeah. It's, it, it's coming in and out for me, but mm. currently we're, we're on. So
0: yeah, people in there are saying F yeah, great. Uh, great. Um, well, anyway. Double check that there were uh Zoom is still recording and it is, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, I tried calling back trying to get to a human and they said, uh, like we're at capacity or something, so it didn't, you can't even call. So, some as I've posted this on Twitter, including that little grainy shot of me on my motorcycle from behind, and uh, someone in Twitter just said. Just like fill out the form, mail it back and say that this is my Pennsylvania transponder number. Uh, it didn't read and just mail it in and then just see what it says. So, so that's it.
1: (laughs) There was someone in the regular chat when this started, uh, who asked if we know any good serpentine belt, uh, brands uh no which it never occurs ac delco i guess it never occurs to me to think of them as having brands that's like thinking about a a brand of two oem
0: manufacturer
1: because i think they're just don't buy the cheap
0: ones i guess go with whatever your local mechanic says they like yeah um gates belt someone says in the chat yeah
1: i mean uh there was on my end, there isn't really much to discuss before getting to super chats, other than the lovely news that we have been, uh, d- accepted into yet two more film festivals, cool. um, which I'm trying to pull up now because I forget, uh, their titles offhand. Um, yeah. And I just love the images with the laurels on them
0: yeah, because yeah, yeah.
1: everything is great with laurels uh, except for arrow. And, um, the motor film awards we've been nominated for best documentary short it's amazing to be nominated for something yeah because then the laurel says like nominated yeah and it's official nomination and that's so cool as someone who always wanted to work on like something film related and to just to have something like this mm-hmm. kind of get the response that it has is just huge and then the next one is the red rose film festival which is uh going to be virtual this year for, okay. on like the first week of november i want to believe right. um don't have the exact dates i want to say like the sixth through the eighth but it's something where you know i don't know if they're doing you know audience award or voting because it was because of you guys that we won the audience award yeah, at yeah. the mm-hmm. hudson valley film festival which was a huge honor um considering the level of competition that was there and incredibly thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And thankful for just the response to this uh, review in general, because I mean, it's like, you don't really think of it as festival fair, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of like, it's a treatise on post-war consumerism with rose colored glass shards, you know, with the occasional weird joke thrown in. there's no reason that it should work or get the response that it has, but for whatever reason, people have just sort of uh, taken to it in a very encouraging way, and I appreciate that immensely. We all do. Um, I feel like, i said this before, I think
0: the, the Westphalia thing seems to have two endings, and, but yeah, there's multiple different ways that I would do that thing again having lived that one video for the better part of a year as it came together but i i feel that the whole point of the film festival besides just saying that you're there is to put uh attributations and uh references and what am i going for it There's an old line that says that that I think it was an Alan Watts line. When you write academic papers, the greatest academic papers become books about books, about books, about books. Mm -hmm. And the more, uh, the more references you put into it, the more authority, the more authority you have. Yeah. Because it's not a, not enough to just be your opinion. It has to be the opinions of other people. And I wonder now if that's the way, uh, you get accepted to get the, to get your show greenlit or something it's not enough that you have like lots of views or things like that cuz demuro isn't doing anything Hoovy or all oh, the, the the huge car youtubers i don't think any of them have a show the, the most has been like jalopnik when they yeah. had that thing on fusion network uh so maybe if RCR becomes a show on Netflix or Amazon or some other carrier, it's gonna ride more on having this one video be
1: nominated for stuff like. Yeah. I, well, it's weird cause, okay, like I had my like national TV debut this week, which is-
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Which is funny because like you had yours a few years ago and it's just funny that we both got to TV independently of each other, even though we both got recognized in the first place because of this. But um, Matt Hardegree asked me a few uh, weeks ago, months ago, actually, I think it was in July, if I could record a parody of Like a Rock for uh, Proving Mm. Grounds on NBC Sports. And uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to record. And then I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then last week while we were filming uh i got the uh email from matt that it was basically um gonna air that night mm. And so i don't know it was wild and it was great and i completely forgot to watch it because <laughs> <laughs> i fell asleep and because it's on 11 30 at night and i'm an old man now so yeah it's something where uh i did get to see the full uh skit that included me so that was really weird and fun to hear my voice uh but yeah it's a lot of uh interesting stuff i suppose mm-hmm. for lack of a better term uh so yeah yeah
0: i don't even know what channel up here nbc sports is on all i remember like the only time i oh, watch network tv is when it's on the gym and it's muted uh, so i'll come into the gym sometimes you know i've been going earlier in the days earlier, like in the middle of the day to practice good social distancing, like go to, since I have the opportunity to go to the gym whenever I want, why go when everybody else is there? Just make time in the middle of the day to go. So I'm there like at one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon, it, the place is dead. Sometimes I'm the only one in the cardio room and the cardio room is the one with all the TVs in it. And all of them are on Fox News, every single one of them. <laughs> and I wonder how that happens. And it's always, it's like, not every single time, but often every single one of them is on, and I'm trying to figure out who needs to watch Fox News at every angle in yeah, this it's room. Triplicate. It's yeah. like
1: what is there are, being accomplished? One,
0: two, three, four, at least five flat screens, and they're all on. You know, articulating arms coming out of the wall. Yeah. And because you know it's the cardio room, there's mirrors, so no matter where you are, you're a 90 degree turn away from looking at a TV. Yeah. So I go in there and I like switching the TVs to something nice and neutral. I go to the first TV and I'm I'm not playing politics here. I go FS1 Sport, FS1 Sports cuz FS1 likely will put have UFC on it. Hmm. So if I want to if I'm going to be sweating, I want to watch someone else sweat. Yeah. And then the next one will be uh completely neutral, be the weather channel. And then the next one I try to find like ESPN, ESPN Name your it's neutral. Versions of Yeah, yeah, and then but I, I keep forgetting about NBC Sports and I have no idea what channel that's on how deep that is yeah or I, even if it's offered on whatever cable subscription the skuco racquetball club
1: has yeah i mean it's funny because you what you want when you're working out is just something neutral something that is easily distracting yeah from what it is you're doing and that something you that you can watch without sound yeah the and...
0: worst are the guys who come in there and crank the volume on the television yeah. so now it has to do battle with either adult contemporary music in the middle of the day or um uh suburban suburban hip-hop at night huh which is an interesting choice because it's more like two it's getting hot in here so take off. that's not really hip-hop though
1: no it is is? technically um yeah i don't know but it's something where i think people just want something that there's no risk of it overtaking what they're doing.
0: Wait, what is that? Uh oh, I had Bismarck E on it once. Uh when I was oh man. It's that it's that saxophone loop that's that's uh uh it'll come to me. Yeah
1: uh they
0: should just have like
1: <laughs> oh yeah let me clear my throat yeah that <laughs> one.
0: wow that one's on there that's also on my gym mix as is as is uh uh dawn or rick flair's theme song yeah. as well as pomp and circumstance aka randy, yeah, randy savage it's yeah. like that those two those two songs and to be totally indulgent also, um, um, John Cena's yeah. uh, theme song, when I need when when I'm in a gully and I need that extra energy to just yeah. the last 10 minutes, you can put on stuff like that and it's it'll get you through. <laughs> it, you'll keep going.
1: Yeah. It'll just get you over the hump. <laughs> it will.
0: Um, so, busting makes me feel good. Yes, I have heard the Ghostbusters thing come over the PA the music in the weight room is just, um, uh, radio friendly metal,
1: uh. because oh,
0: j- uh, weightlifting guys like metal and it's just general, the girl left me. <laughs> oh uh, uh, yeah. And, um, that system of a down cover of that Simon and Garfunkel song.
1: Oh, the, uh, the sound of silence. silence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's on there. Surprisingly, no Metallica ever, mm. which is odd.
1: You know, if they did a metal cover of the Boxer, the gym would be all over that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man. Um, there's a question here about Vinwicky, Yeah, we've been trying to get on VinWiki, but uh, no response. Yeah. Even though one of the two guys quoted us, like, in one of his things. But they're down there in Atlanta. Travel is... Uh, Although Charles Guam, the guy with the van truck said, uh, I should come down and he has like an extra room. Um, so I could, Lord knows American airlines has been telling us, Hey, lots and lots and lots and lots of cheap flights. But then again, do I want to get on a flight? I like the idea of getting on a flight but I don't trust other passengers to keep it together. Yeah. I can keep it together, but there are a lot of people, and this is half a Rogan line who can't handle pressure. Mm. They get shown difficulty and their ego flares up. And (sighs) so would I rather drive to Atlanta? That's a two day drive. You could do it in one day. It'd be a pain in the ass. Yeah, that would be a pain in the ass. My aunt Cindy does it a lot from Jacksonville, she can do it in one shot. I think she just drinks a lot of coffee and drives through the night. That's madness. I
1: know. I don't know, I
0: just, I would start to- I think she just drives like 90 miles an hour. Yeah, um, I- do. does it. Um, yeesh. That's the thing, me going on VinWiki, I don't really have, <laughs> I have stories, yeah. but not enough that VinWiki can clickbait it into a solid 10 minutes. I have like multiple different ones and all of them are disgusting.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> And that barely <clears throat> barely have anything to do with cars. That's my problem too is that like what am I going to say about the thing that I tried to repair and failed to repair, but you know, like putting in a new alternator is not an interesting story. No. And I'm just, you know, I could talk about encounters that I've had with other people's cars, but that's not really what Vinwiki is. It's kind of like its own sort of it's native to your car yeah. isn't it so i don't know it's just deesh
0: i suppose i could talk about all the interesting people i made make picking up through hikers
1: possibly uh, yeah in a falcon hopefully a good thing you weren't doing the whole like picking up through hikers yesterday when there was a man Manhunt hunt going on, on for like two murderers yeah. or whatever they did or robbers or what i forget what they did
0: two teenagers hit up like a some store way up in frackville and uh then went on a high-speed chase crashed their car in deer lake pennsylvania then fled into the appalachian mountains on foot yep and i i told like well we were at the cafe and the owner was telling us about this story and it always happens like we're gonna flee into the woods (laughs) the woods aren't accommodating and they're scary Yeah, the Appalachian Mountains. You know, yeah, we live in. This isn't. This is sort of a mix of suburban and rural, like mid-state PA. Yeah, like where we're living right now. This is. It's a small town. There are some developments around here that are suburbia esque. Like a lot of a lot of Pennsylvania has suburbia without urban. I yeah. mean i guess why, I miss, well, why i'm it missing well i'm missing is why i'm missing suburban yeah you know, but is there, why it's missing hills?
1: yeah but it's close enough to hmm. other places and, and i don't know it's like it's real easy to get turned around up in those mountains yeah and suddenly like that last summer there was that lady who got uh lost in there experienced hiker yeah had a freaking i think she had like a satellite phone yeah and still it took like a day to find her right too and uh, she was lost with her dog up there and it's even like claimed like not through death necessarily although i imagine possibly through mm-hmm. death but um experienced hikers people who know what they're doing and so if you're gonna manhunt your teenagers and you don't know what you're doing and it's all about expedience and you've got to get away now yeah. and we're not charting a course anywhere yeah i are just gonna run it's no wonder they got caught yeah. eventually
0: the thing about the appalachian mountains it's not really the well okay there's two things that are gonna hurt you in the appalachian mountains in pennsylvania it's very rocky up there we're used to it being out you, like you go it's woods aren't like pacific northwest around here where the ground is soft yeah you fall it hurts because it's yep. like the rocks just come up through the dirt I just thought that's how a wood woods are. There's rocks
1: everywhere. Yeah, it looks like rock candy. Yeah, like one of those pops of rock
0: candy. So you can't dig. You can't do anything. Um, and two, the bushes. Sometimes that you can't walk away from a beaten path, like. What did like thistle bushes or thorn? I just grew up calling them sticker bushes. You <laughs> walk into the woods, it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> you can't walk through it because there's thorns going to be going over because they grow really well. Why is nature attacking me? <laughs> yeah, and then I remember I forget you now, like, yeah, well, I was walking through the woods, like a nature area in New
1: Zealand, and I'm like, there's no real underbrush here.
0: This is all <laughs> kind of nice,
1: yeah, like. That was possibly the second weirdest thing after the no screen doors anywhere. Mm. That was just so like, it's one of those quietly unsettling things where there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just that, but, but where are all the screen doors? The door, your door is just, (laughs) your window is open and it's outside. Your door is naked and vulnerable. It's like, what if the mailman, (laughs) how do you know the, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Half of, you know, childhood is or half of like existing in a place mm-hmm. is waiting, or is knowing that someone's there because you hear the screen door uh-huh. open first. It's that sound of that spring.
0: Yeah. Like, cring, yeah. Kink, kink, kink. yeah, Or that can't where it doesn't quite close and you gotta go back and you gotta click it closed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's super weird. Uh, anyway, so these guys went into the woods and then, Left the woods, they found someone's house and I guess tried to break in or something like that. And
1: the woman was there with her child. Yeah, and I'm like, I that's really like that could have ended up being a much worse situation than it was.
0: I guess they just tried to open that. Like according to like Amy was telling the story, they just tried to open the door and then she didn't let them in, and then that was the end of it. Yeah. Um, I I mean, obviously, these guys. I hear these stories. I'm like, man, I should go get a gun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All I oh, yeah. have, he- like, what I have here, is bear spray. Yeah, I have a can of bear spray, which is like ten times. Essentially, bear spray is like riot spray. You're not supposed to use it on people. Yeah, but fuck you. You break in, you're getting yeah, bear spray, uh, yeah, you're and you're up. blinded. And bear spray shoots like ten feet. So, yeah, I think, like, I don't really want a gun. I had them, and the thing about me owning guns is that I sleep less well. But then again, I live alone in this house now. And sometimes in the house makes noises and the mm. fridge clicks on and off at night and the, and the furnace cycles on and on off at night. And sometimes I think, man, I should go get a gun. The only one I really want is like a Ruger Mark four, the new ones that are, that are easy to clean and break down really easy.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, my mind is like, look, if I have accidental discharge, that bullet isn't flying through this wall into the next, house next door and then killing grandma like the grandma who lives next door so so that's like a thing but on the other hand like if you shoot someone you're going to jail yeah you're not a cop you don't get off even if it's in self-defense you're in a world of trouble right now and it's going to cost thousands of dollars in lawyer fees to get yourself out of this and there is no parade for you there's no one coming in your defense to give you money i mean You'll maybe get a bunch of retweets from some firefighters on uh, Google yeah. joke um, yeah. uh, on on Facebook and like maybe some like creepy ma- militia people will want to be your friend. But yeah. uh, but now, of course, you've just shot a dirt bag. Now you're a target for all of his dirtbag friends. Yeah. Because now you're in the news and they're going to say where your address is. So I guess the point I'm going to stick with the bear spray, honestly
1: yeah might as well
0: um, um someone says that's the point they want you to be afraid to defend yourself finally a level-headed gun owner but you, but you live right
1: you live but <laughs> at what cost? Yeah, mm. it's such a weird thing um great watch
0: me like a week now i'll be have here and there be they do make the <laughs> See, I like target pistols because I like learning things. I mean, I had some larger caliber weapons before. And one, they're expensive to learn on. And then two, there's no real gun ranges around here. And the one I used to like to go to is now full of white supremacists, not joking, because it's the (sighs) unmanned one up at the freaking Burma local. Like, if you know, like, if people in Pennsylvania know what I mean when I said the Burma, you know what I mean but now that place is full of like white people who openly say the n-word and it's freaking creepy so now i don't go there anymore
1: people who recklessly say like who say it at all is just freaks me out because it shows a certain level of um like if that lives in their brain yeah like what else is in there Mm -hmm. and also if they feel comfortable enough to say it what else are they comfortable, comfortable enough to do to, yeah. like i'm like ooh let me get away from this person and yeah. it's uh something where i don't know i suppose like you could get like a one of those tasers that shoot out the prongs or uh you know like a one of those guns that shoots like a uh, bean bags or some mess
0: that's the thing yeah you could just get a plain old shotgun and just buy beanbag rounds and the shoot the guy the face. <laughs> Or you do the thing with the rock salt, you cut, you cut the, you cut the shotgun shell off, dump all the BBs out, go get kosher salt (laughs) for for taste. Go in there, masking tape it shut again there. But I don't think doing that holds up in court. Uh, I think that's still assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. But in that that case, the person
1: doesn't die. Right. You know, it's like it, it gives you time to get out and call authorities mm. so that you're not the one who has to deal with the repercussions of having shot somebody. Yeah. Um even though I don't know that it's any better to kind of I don't know it, if there is a right answer to how you deal with a home invasion other than to just defend yourself as best you can. But obviously people don't think about minimizing loss of life when they're defending themselves. And right so about. it's hard. Like the average citizen, I mean, yeah. doesn't really think about minimizing loss of life when they're defending themselves. So right. it's tough to really know what the right thing to do is until you're in that situation. And I hope to yeah. God, neither of us ever finds out.
0: And then there's the other hand. And I, I get this hanging around when I was picking up Appalachian through hikers in Port Clinton is you also get as the English say, bounders there, or people who are on the edges of society and they're full of crank and other stuff. And they're not, as my neighbor said, they're, 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 as my neighbor said, I I haven't heard this phrase in a while. They're funny in the head, which (laughs) is a nice way of saying mentally disturbed. So, you know, they can't be talked down out of a situation. Yeah. There's words don't work on them. So, that's, that's the other time. And if you have a guy who's like full of crank or on methamphetamine, what's a 22 really going to do? Like you'd, you'd have to like shoot him in the head or something like that. Yeah, And that, and that's the reality of like living in like rural Pennsylvania is, is the meth problem that exists. So maybe like the whole beanbag thing with the shotgun is the, is the best idea. Yeah, this this took a turn. We should be talking about cars.
1: But, you know, Uh, uh, well, uh, there is a question from the regular chat by someone by the name of Grape who wanted to know how to talk uh, mom into allowing first car to be a manual. Like, hey, ma, let let me get a manual for my first car. Like, how do you how do you do that?
0: You have your own. Well, how do (laughs) There's the legal way, and that's pay your own insurance and buy the car yourself. Um, if here's the tough here's the tough answer: there if if you're living with mom and dad, it's their house, their rules, and unfortunately, if they say no, you have to go with that. Yeah, ruining your relationship with the parents isn't worth. A, a, it isn't worth three pedals, a manual transmission car isn't going to get your dick harder than it already is. And it not going to make it bigger than you already is. And driving a manual from someone who got someone who has been driving a manual who exclusively drives manuals as their daily, it impresses maybe one person a year. And it's an aside comment mostly what happens is you end up being the designated driver because no one else can drive your car (laughs) yeah that's that's the reality of drive of dailying a manual um the next question is why does your mom not want you to have a manual um because you're going to crash it because you're going to do burnouts or because it's a mystery to her and therefore bad. Mm. Hmm. I mean, mm, that is, so so I'm guessing they're asking this question because they pro they, they broached the topic with mom already. And mom said, no,
1: Yeah, Dom's in the regular chat says someone who's way into cars for a while before driving at all, an automatic is still gonna rock your world for your first car. I mean, really, it's all about the person because when you're when you first get your own car, it doesn't really matter what it is, because it's your car. Like, it's awesome. Because it's yours. Now, granted, you would prefer I know a lot of people would prefer that they get a certain car. I know Joe from Auto Moments is in the regular chat that was talking about uh, how his parents made him take money out of his own account to get a car he didn't even want. But Mm. at the point where you're paying for it, I think you you should get a little more say. But if it's entirely on your parents who are buying the car for you, then I don't really know that you have any negotiating room unless you're willing to really go into like lawyering level of negotiation of like, if I can get a manual, Car, but even then it's like, are manuals going to be more expensive to insure? Like that no, type of thing. No, they don't All right. it's like it's, I don't really think it's, about it's it. It's not
0: even a factor in the thing. No. Good. All right. <laughs> um the someone in the chat said the mom could say it's a distraction, which is true it's fair. if you're learning to drive, more specifically, learning to navigate the road and the rules of the road and being able to predict what other drivers are doing learning manual at the same time will be an extra step. If you grew up around manuals, Hmm. and this is like a farmer sort of thing, where manuals, they were the only cars, and it already isn't, like when you're driving a, a car around a farm, and already that thing was in your brain, then that's no factor. Yeah, But if your parents don't drive manuals, and they're emotionally uh, adverse to that, then yeah. Now my parents were the same way. I, I I knew sort of how to drive manual because as I was learning to drive cars, my mom had a 1975 MGB. Mm. That was difficult to drive on because the synchros were blown and also it's a the Moss gearbox. It's British and weird. So it wasn't easy learning on that car, but I learned but I was still iffy and they wanted and they were buying the car. They bought me a Dodge Neon. So whatever. Yeah. Um big spenders. <laughs> but whatever, you know, hey, it's got airbags. So yeah. Um, so that's what I learned on. And or that was my first car. And already, but but I, I quickly wanted a manual after that. Yeah. And my car after that, after I hit a deer with that car, it was the the old Heller, my Echo, which was a manual and never looked back you know three two cars after that you know I've, i haven't driven a lot of i haven't had owned many cars i've just had an car and then a revolving thing of, of weird stuff um man people are talking about four lads and something uh sorry you don't agree learning how to drive manuals isn't always hard to learn because you have to do it i shifting third pedal on the floor yes and that guy at my second car was a manual if it comes naturally to you it's the question we're not really debating is a manual any difficult to learn and the answer is no you can ask my friend uh uh foster eber um he just grew up his whole family had manuals so it just wasn't a factor he drives a a mini cooper s and he just sort of yeah it's this is how a car operates because their parents just drive manuals and how was that. They didn't even know that there was, oh, there are some that shift themselves. All right, whatever, I guess that's a luxury. But when, once you figure manuals out, your right hand or in other countries, your left hand, <laughs> uh, just, just operate, you don't even think about it. Your foot's going, your hand's going, you're drinking, you're talking, you're changing the radio. You know, I'm up here, you know, when we're filming, I'm filming, driving, turn signal, half of it with one hand because it's like a program that's already written in your head that just goes. The What we're struggling with is that it's not, it's not his decision, it's the mother's desire to keep the son safe and that violates logic. Yeah. Like when I was talking to my neighbors, we had this conversation about, I won't get into it because it's political, but they were talking about the buses of marauders. Uh. Um, but the wife charmed in and says, wait till you have kids. Then you'll then you'll know what we're talking about. And then the conversation turns and well, I'm never having kids. Yeah. But that's a thing. Like and other my friends who have kids said, oh, yes, when I became a mother, when I became a father, I worry constantly. And they said so their anxiety just kicked up. And looking back, that made sense. My my buddy Tom called his kids uh, uh, squishy death bags <laughs> in that the um the kids have one function and that's to die yeah and it, it, like bear in mind the dude said like that's sort of where natural selection is going they're going to take ungodly risks yeah because mother nature is trying to find the smartest and the fastest and the most ba- i know but you know it was maybe it was a dark joke maybe i apologize
1: it's it's still Um, something where i mean i'm terrified of my nephew to start driving and i'm just his uncle i mean like they're not i'm not their dad but they're my kids mm. you know my niece and nephews um so i have a healthy amount of terror uh committed to each of them so that i'm always on edge on the possibility of like as they get older like what are they going to do what types of mistakes are they going to make but i realize it's like I can't shelter them from the world all I can do is kind of just be a voice of reason or someone to listen so I don't know it's just something where I hope people I don't know I want them to get the right automotive education because I almost want them to get that like European education of where it's not really called manual, it's called standard or yeah. or whatever because it's just so yeah, that's so the car usual. Are. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just um
0: yeah. UK is devilish. Like if you take your test on an automatic car, you get a restricted license. That huh. means it's illegal for you to drive a manual. Damn. So you only are permitted then to drive automatics. So you have to take your test on a manual. And they their- have like weird rules, like You can't leave your car in gear at a stop. You have to take it out of gear and you have to put the parking brake on at a stop sign and stuff like that. Odd things. My buddy Ted said when he was working over in like Bristol, he went and took a driving test. Like, well, maybe I'll get a license over here or something like that. I guess his American license was good for a while. And then um, the instructor says, well, you clearly know how to drive, but you're not very good at it. And Ted's like, "What? Because we're doing all the American things. (laughs) We sometimes just leave it in gear and just have our foot on the clutch if we're just at a stop sign. Like, look, I'm just stopping here for a second. I don't need to take it out of gear. Yeah. Or I'm just going down to first or like other stuff. Or you take it out. You you wiggle it. You do the wiggle stick. Or you're on the flat. Yeah. Like, and it's just in neutral. Like." we're we're at at flat the car's not rolling either way but no you have to put the brake on weird nanny state stuff so you listen here you're
1: gonna yeah
0: uh shall we get to questions i
1: i believe we shall okay
0: uh cameron familiar face thank Ah. you for the generous donation greetings from rainy southwest virginia y'all F Easy Pass, New Jersey. I was wondering if you would ever remake the Avenger reviews since the original's uh been deleted. Yeah. Maybe. 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 What watch it be like the first gen Avenger, the one we didn't do, the one from the 90s. Here's oh. a tenor for fighting the man. See, that's another thing. Like it's gonna be $30, and we're de- one th- there. One to th- the th- there, there. It's already been paid for. Yeah. So thank you. I should do I really want to lock horns with the New Jersey. Toll commission authority over, um, what it comes down to a case of a case of cheap beer. Yeah. It's how much is my time worth? And that's probably the whole thing with that $30 fine. It's just enough to make you piss, but not enough for you to take time out of your day to fight this thing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's something where they kind of nickel and dime you Mm. on uh, your time Mm -hmm. of like, do you really want to fight this? Yeah um the Pollock,
0: your name not mine uh uh thank you for the donation well mine snapped last night on my birthday oh a serpentine belt on my modified trans am so yeah gonna try ac delco left it overnight at the police station near work it sucked to have to fix it in their lot this morning yeah yeah that's
1: uh that the sucks. person who was asking earlier about what brand of uh, belt to use
0: that's so weird that uh, serpentine belt snaps i've never had that happen Yeah, I've seen it happen on like cheap ones and I've seen it happen on people who just don't change it. Mm. Um, is he in a place where they don't inspect those things every year? Because that's part of the state inspection is they look at that serpentine belt and see if it's like cracking or getting dry.
1: Yeah.
0: You kind of need that thing. It runs the water pump, (laughs) well at least on most ones. it runs a water pump, runs your power steering, runs your alternator, for Christ's sake. Anyway. Or oh, my belt squeaking. I don't know what t- it needs a new one. They're eight dollars. Yeah, but I don't know how to. Well, if you have a transverse engine or a pain in the dick.
1: <laughs> like
0: Subaru's the change really freaking easy. No, really? Any sort of tra- any sort of longitudinal engine. It's just it's there. Uh Mike Fanagan. Mike Fagan, excuse me. Thank you for your donation. Hey guys, love the channel and RCR podcast. Have you ever considered reviewing a Mark Ford and Volkswagen R32? Yes. I see them from time to time. Most of the guys who drive them are colossal dickbags, but I want to do it. I've sent an email with all the info. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Mm. Yeah, the R32 is like this weird sort of penis car for the PA dubber crowd. That's about as high as you can go. And then unless, you know, ugh. I've never driven it. So I think it's the, I don't know if it's the same engine that was in the Corrado or not. Man, it's so weird to come down off a coffee and try to balance it out with beer. That kind of makes it worse. Yeah. I don't know if going to the gym after this is going to help or not. I went to the gym for the last two days. Do I deserve, can, can I get away with a rest day or not? It's been just a whole day of stimulants this entire day. Well, I got up and I had oatmeal. And then, well, oh, I just met you. I had that healthy yeah. salmon platter, but then in just a big thing of coffee and then amanda gave us sugar (laughs) that banana (laughs) banana cake it's
1: becoming a recurring thing i mean i'm not complaining but i'm not
0: complaining either if
1: i were more militant about like no sugar i mean i imagine i would just take it home and like just pick at it over the course of several days you know but Mm. Oh, wait. maybe I should just
0: go out and take a walk or something. It is even with that, you know, the poli- the the smoke from the from the fires have finally reached the East Coast, so that's why we're getting cooler weather. They're up there, according to the Weather Channel, about at twenty five thousand feet, which is up above. You need oxygen after ten thousand, um, but that's why we have cooler weather. Maybe I should just go take a nice brisk walk. Mm. That'll clear my head after this.
1: It's very nice to i mean that's what i do i go to i take walks more than going to the gym sometimes i'll be just gone for two hours taking walks nice and just listening to podcasts listening to music listening to nothing and writing things in my head um i don't know it's just a nice little head clearing activity and then you feel nice and good and tuckered out by the time you get back Mm. to where you're just like eh, let me just shower and sleep yeah, because I'm one of those people who needs to have a shower before bed. Yeah. rather than shower when Ugh. I wake up. I've never been a wake up and shower type person. I wake up and shower if I gotta
0: be somewhere where I want to smell good. But the idea of going to bed with the skin gunk on me from the day, yeah, and now I'm just sitting in that swamp of my own goo. Yeah, well, just wash your sheets. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> I'm not that good about washing my sheets, so I like to go to bed in having a clean body. Mm. uh projecto five uh with five pounds thank you for your donation goodwill sells cars would you ever do a video where you buy a goodwill car i didn't even know that goodwill sells cars mm. i'm sure they're as is and they don't know anything about like if the, a big enough goodwill has a car i'd buy a good no i don't <laughs> it, mm which means they're they're going to be sold for slightly above i i've never even seen i don't know what they're doing first of all why would you sell a goodwill car what would they even give you for unless you're donating it to goodwill that sounds like a weird liability thing hmm. i don't know anything about that thank you for the question though
1: someone in the live chat uh just a real quick question arabia any souls asked how do you feel about the first gen lexus rx 300 suv Is that a RAV4? Um, I always thought so, but I could be thinking of something else. Um, RS300? RX300 SEV. Romeo X-Ray 300. Oh, here we go. This this bad boy. Right over yon.
0: Yeah, it's a RAV4. (laughs) I've seen them. People think they have a fancy car. They have a fucking RAV4. I wouldn't buy one. (laughs) Maybe they put some Uh, fancy suspension and give you the three-liter engine. Fuck that car. I love Toyotas, but fuck that one There was also someone else in the
1: regular chat who asked if you sold your bike yet
0: No, but there was one guy who emailed me just just before we started this a fan of the show Who's down in King of Prussia who says he wants to look at it. So Hmm.
1: Oh Potentially promising
0: potentially promising that brings us to another thing the
1: scam emails I'm going to go uh, empty my bladder.
0: Okay. I'll wait till you come back because I want to do a dramatic reading of you oh, of the scam that a, emails a, yeah. that I've been getting. Now, this guy's been putting till days and stuff, and I don't know the pronunciation, what a till day means. Oh, do you?
1: well, it depends on. Well, uh. a, a, a,
0: well, on an N, it's like, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read me. All right. And you read the scammer. Go for it. Okay, it starts off with the scammer. Uh, where do you want to put this? Oh, Here? that's fi-
1: that's fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. That starts All with right. you.
1: Yesterday, I checked out a very similar bike in Lancaster, and it had a bunch of problems. I'll come to you in the next couple of days, or maybe today, if you can get. Oh, excuse
0: me. A- oh. That's the real guy. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Tremendous. I was like, this isn't very dramatic. Um.
0: Oh wait, no, this is the right guy. Ah, excuse oh. me so so that's what threw me when i got this email it sounded like a real person
1: all right so i'll come to you the next couple of days or maybe today if you can get a background check on the suzuki please i am healthy and want to respect the social distancing but i really need a new motorcycle sorry to bug you are you still here though like i don't know what's with the random accent there's a random accent on the o the u and the e in like to you
0: and here. How would that change the pronunciation? <laughs> I
1: don't know that okay. it would. Um, I I mean that's like. Is that where tilde belongs? Not that I've no know, know of. Tilde they... is usually the, the squiggly little line over an n in Spanish. Oh, that's a tilde. Yeah. Then what are these? manana Um, they're probably like um acute marks or oh. diacritics. Like I. I don't know the exact name for them. Okay. I know it's not an umlaut. The the umlaut's like the two dots, but other than that, I don't know. Um, so I
0: respond, sure. Give me a call.
1: Hey, I'm not able to talk on the phone right now. That's why I'm texting. Can you get me that report and also two to three times that work for you this next few days? Why can't you speak? I see you are texting me from a cell phone. The best place to get one is website. My brother's a dealer and told me this is the cheapest and most reliable. If you want to move
0: forward, you must talk to me.
1: Please forward it to me at
0: email. No, you must call me at this number. And that's it. They haven't responded. And that was yesterday.
1: That's bizarre that they won't like talk to you on the phone. No, oh, they're, they're in some other country. Oh, the cool. whole
0: the whole deal is for me to click on that website. And, you know, they either fish my info. They either get me to uh, they're trying to either steal my credit card information or they do the move where they send you a uh, a fake check from a fake credit union and for more than what you ask for. And they say, I sent you too much. I sent you $500 too much, uh, you can keep $100, just send me 200 back or 300 back. Mm. So you think, oh, what a deal. So you send them, they always ask for like a money order or something Yeah. or a postal money order or like wire me it. So you do that and then that check bounces. So now you're on the hook for that amount of money. Now you're out $200 and you have no And you still have the, they say they're going to send a shipper, but they never do. VinWiki has a good story about a guy effing with them for like months Mm. or trying to string this guy along. So that's where we are with this one scammer for my motorcycle. Uh, All right. So you can go pee and I'll answer some more of these questions. I got to pee after you. Uh, Joshua Mendel says, can you expand a bit on your love of K cars? Sure. Half of it's nineties nostalgia and other is the love of a simple car that was never intended to be anything more than just basic transportation. That's what I like. It's so strange when, when manufacturers make a simple car, but try to make it sound like this is going to get you pussy or Dick or respect. No, it's a simple car. It's a K car. What do you want? This thing is very inexpensive. It's the cheapest American car you can buy. We made it to the highest standard we can. It's going to get good fuel economy for the, for its day, although they wouldn't say that even then, you know, like you know, low 30s was amazing fuel economy in the 80s. Uh, for an American car. actually, because you know the K wagon that that seat that held six people. So yeah, three miles a gallon for a car like that. For a whole family why not some of them even have rumble seats in the back it was glorious simplicity and that's what i like and that's why i have a ford falcon although now it has a v8 in it so so yeah it's a good question thank you nerdy hillbilly asks i bought a N race intake for my 1999 ford blazer wow five horsepower is really loud yep because just you just uh you just eliminated the moose tube or it's more possibly the uh it's called the intake resonator the stuff that uh eliminates intake drone on the highway there's a reason that's there so it's not annoying on the highway you you just got rid of that now your thing goes that's why lawnmowers have that drone to it of course also from the noise of the blades or uh or when you have motorcycles that have a fart pipe on it. It sounds great when they're idling, but then you hear that motorcycle on the highway and it's going, that's that sound. That's why most stock motorcycles have big, big exhausts on it because there's no way to put a resonator uh, in uh, uh, the pipe. So it just has a gigantic muffler for, for the sound to bounce around inside that thing. So it isn't freaking annoying. I remember how I had a a Honda with like a where they pulled the baffles out of the exhaust. No, excuse me, have Mac 2 into 1 exhaust on it It on the highway. It just hits because every every car has a resonance frequency and it usually happens somewhere under load on the highway where the sound waves bouncing around inside the intake and exhaust in your case the intake hit that frequency where they just sort of amplify each other you've heard that if for those of us who uh grew up uh riding a school bus to school school buses have that problem i don't know how they work around it i think because it's like an international harvester diesel engine and all a school bus is is a giant like subwoofer box where sound just bounces around inside of it i remember there was a frequency on the highway where a school bus would hit this speed and engine revolution where you couldn't hear a damn thing inside. It wasn't that it was loud, it's just the sound just sort of started bouncing around inside where you literally had to yell to the person inside. And it was at specific times where all you heard was this drone inside of the school bus. Maybe it was a 90s thing and school buses are better now. Maybe some, I some older people in the chat will remember this moment on the school bus. And it happened now and again where the, where the bus hit a resonance frequency where it's just. And then it would go away again when the bus had to like slow down or something like that. It was bizarre. No 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 Cole donnelly says there's a pearl white Z32 sitting in front of an abandoned school oh boy in my hometown for years there's a way to get a ti- there's a way to get a title for an abandoned vehicle in my country it's in the south so rusty is he asked me a question is there a way to get a title for an abandoned vehicle in my county well he's he's having a statement so there no there really isn't a question here if he's asking, is if there is a way to get, should I get it? Um, I don't know. It's your money. If I hope, I hope you can work on this car. Like it's not going to be one of those project cars that lives in the street. That's that's pretty low rent and unsightly. But I mean, an abandoned vehicle. I don't know if you can get it, like, see, if that car belonged to someone at some point. And that's the thing about car titles is, um, it was registered to somebody at some point. And I don't know what's involved to have a, a, a car become available that's just found. It's super strange. And I don't have an answer for you, but thanks for bringing it up. You gave me something to think about. Yeah. Um, Thomas says, am I going insane or was there another video on the Kia Forte press event? In addition to the narrative, I swear I saw a video driving with teeth. Yeah, I was doing that. I'm surprised that's not up unless it just disappeared on Would the, be, or, or did I give the footage to uh savage geese and I he think, put it up?
1: I think you gave the footage to someone if I remember right, because I remember, uh, asking you how many videos you were going to get out of that Mm. and I think you said like one ish okay but I'm not entirely sure that's why it's like because a lot of the time I'm thinking about do I have a video that needs to go up soon because I didn't go to that press event so it was something where I mean even if I had I don't know that I would have had anything to say
0: so go on, go on, I uh, put in, type in Kia Forte, savage geese. Maybe the video that I shot, I just gave to him and that's where it is. Maybe. Thank you for your question. Um, Tristan green. Thank you for your generous donation. Cheers. If you're looking for a new gin, try Roku. Uh, what is the latest? What's the latest intro the winter? you can, what's the latest into the winter you can ride East PA? Here in Northeast Ohio, we've been able to ride deep into December with these mild winters. It depends on our winter. Sometimes we get mild, sometimes we get heavy. Sometimes we get that moment where it's mild, mild, and then like late February, early March, it gets super cold and we get, every year in PA there's at least one big
1: dump. There have been winters where there has been none. People, the news was saying that like we might go into the 40s within the next week, which I mean, I imagine we'll bounce back from being in the 40s, but it's just bizarre that 40s at
0: night. It. I saw 40s at night in the next coming days, but next week, according to Mike Regensburger, uh, my old boss at Cookson University Radio, we're on our shirts right now. Oh,
1: and uh,
0: and that, uh, yeah, see, Hopefully. uh, he's a big weather freak, and he says next week we're gonna have like 75 degree days, so very nice. So I don't know.
1: I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I, I think
0: right now we're in the thick of the, uh, the smoke from the fires on the West mm-hmm. coast where it's, you know, half blotting out the sun. That's why it's cool. And that's like the sun isn't working. So just enjoy the cool weather. And then, well, again, that's a privilege of living in the mountains of Pennsylvania. Nothing really happens. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're free to be as clueless as you want to be.
1: Hey, is your computer off? Cause the audio is clipping, I think uh according to people in the live chat um all
0: right it says it's running on my end.
1: oh all right it's running on my end okay all right well there we go uh recorder recorder
0: still running so that's good.
1: I'm not accidentally on the um Wi-Fi, am
0: I? so yeah I am typically not. the the snow sports season starts late late December. they try to get the mountains open by Christmas time. Winter always starts late in Pennsylvania and hangs around too long. Um, but it's usually December. It's usually January, February are the good skiing months in Pennsylvania. And I hope to do a lot. I hope the mountains are going to be open. The only thing that's going to suck about the Rona is that I get to change in my car, probably. <laughs> and then there'll be weird social distancing with standing, being at the ticket thing. Um They're gonna encourage people to just get the little passes and uh, um, just load it at home. I normally go at least out three times a year, so I'll just get Blue Mountains like triple play. I'll just get the triple pass and then just at least get in three good days in the winter. Uh, So yeah, Northeast Ohio, we've been able to ride deep in December. Okay, cool. Uh, Caesar asks, uh, and thank you for your donation do, uh, I have to pee. Well, I know what the answer is going to be, even if I throw it the neck. when will you two be on Vin wiki? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'd no, love I to,
0: it, it involves travel. Do we have to go to Atlanta? The recent video on the Corvette boat. Yeah. I watched that one had RCR worthy title. Yeah. My boat is my Corvette. My boat, my boat is best boat and some subtle references. Someone there loves you guys. Um, yeah. Love to be on it. I, I haven't heard a response from them, but it's just a matter of getting to Georgia. And I'd have to I'd have to brainstorm some ideas and like uh, outline them because I want to give a good story uh, to be on it.
1: Yeah.
0: I think like the Hobbit, every good within Wiki story deserves a little bit of embellishing. Yeah. So I will be doing that. Um, I, I fear that if I tell a story, it's going to be up to their editing and, but then they got to make it fit. So I'm like, you know, I don't really mind. I'm probably going to have to censor myself because, well, we've been censoring RCR a little bit anyway, too. So, uh, (sighs) <sighs> maybe at the best they can bleep me out yeah. good question though orca strike 77 that sounds like a sega genesis game i'm still kind of miffed that you passively aggressively railed on the g37x coupe a while back yeah I, I, I didn't really think much of that car at all sorry i gave you my truth about it it was just sort of i don't understand why you would get this thing at all <laughs> yeah. it's just well why didn't you just get a nissan 350z Or 370Z, why do you need the G37? What is up with the infinity brand? Such a Karen brand. Mm. There's nothing about Nissan's coming out with a new Z car. Nissan can do the Z car really well. It can do the, the GTR really well. Is there anything else they make? And don't bring up Pulsar with me and don't bring up JDM stuff with me. USDM, Nissan stuff, what do you got? Not much
1: yeah but that's not really going to reach the g37x crowd no it's
0: like Infinity's like fca they can make the challenger they can make muscle cars and they can make trucks yeah. their average stuff eh. it, it's good until it's, it's it's like a mercedes it's great until the warranty runs out mm. bob says movie cars think any modern car make uh movie cars think any modern car can make a big can make as big a pop culture splash as the DeLorean, generally 18 van, etc.? Big show or movie today? That sounds like a you
1: question. Yeah, I was going to say. um, So let me go over this again real quick. Movie cars. Think any modern car can make as big a pop culture splash as the DeLorean, generally 18 van, etc. in a big show or movie today? Well, yes, because. The strangest things suddenly become popular again the minute that you get a major TV show or movie getting behind it. Now, granted, I don't have any great examples offhand, but you know, I'm thinking along the lines of how, I don't know, any of the Fast and Furious movies kind of upped the value of some of the cars featured in there. Although those movies are getting far more ridiculous to the point where Michelle Rodriguez said they're heading to space, which... I mean, seems very on brand, so whatever. But as far as I know, um, I think it comes down to oh, well, look at the Camaro, for instance. I mean, that it's not like it needed to get a second life necessarily, but I feel like a lot more of the general public is familiar with Camaros through the Transformers movies, uh, through Bumblebee. And, you know, it's just something where all it takes is the one big thing. Like, I don't know. Ugh. What what's the new Batmobile? I forget what it is offhand. Is it like a Mustang or a Charger or a Challenger or something? But if that movie is as big a hit as people are anticipating and if people really fall in love with that Batmobile, then I could see that, you know, sort of becoming a cultural icon. But to the extent of maybe like the A-Team van or the DeLorean or even the General Lee, I don't entirely know. I think... People will remember the models, but they won't remember the specific car. The same way that, like, people think of the General Lee as the model or as just the General Lee, they don't think about the model of car it is. Um, the DeLorean, you know, it helped that in the movie they just called it the DeLorean because otherwise you know i feel like it would have ended up being remembered by whatever name they give it in back to the future but uh ultimately yeah it, it's there's every hope that a car can randomly become popular again because it was featured in a movie and uh suddenly the values go jacking up through the roof like so many
0: the 1 WRX from baby driver
1: oh there you go yeah baby driver that movie what that i don't know i guess I don't know if people can are really all about it anymore because a you got kevin spacey and then b you got ansel elgort who's been outed as like kind of a creep at least from some weird text messages he sent but then i mean eh, i don't know it's weird because i still enjoy a lot of products from very questionable artists like chinatown is still a good movie but roman polanski sucks as a person
0: i just have a line i have to write down from a
1: yeah we were writing today for a video that's coming out in like a like three weeks maybe a month so this is the process things just kind of like pop into our heads and we got to write them down before they disappear into the ether And back to the trade. Herp. Oh, oops. Uh,
0: Hungry Moose says, Trucker here, flying is less risky than driving. This is true. On planes, people are actually enforcing the rules. No one is wearing masks in the rural truck stops. Well, yeah uh yeah that's what i hear about the south they're like what virus everything's well that's an interesting thing looking back as i grew up everything always was politics i just never noticed it i guess well maybe i have the privilege of not sweating it because you guys we get to live in this silly little world of cars and dick jokes and Whatever the rest of the whatever the rest of the God loving world does is between them and whatever team they're on. Yeah, team. It was it always teams? Or was it did that start with the Reagan administration?
1: I oh, don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Mm, Jacob
0: Edson says, Thank you for your donation. Love you guys. I've been a fan since the Echo Review. Well, that was the first one. So thank you. Ever thought about coming to Boise, Idaho? I have thought about coming to Boise, Idaho. I've got a 66 Corvair Monza, very cool, a 2014 Chevy Spark, and the official cars of, well, Chevy Monza is, or Corvair Monza, excuse me. Well, Corvairs, you gotta tell the story. Is it unsafe at any speed? This must be what be like DeLorean people asking like, where's the flux capacitor? I have yet to drive a Corvair. There's a guy in Jersey who wants me to drive his. It's going to be a hard top. I think it's a regular one. Um, uh, so I don't have no, I have no questions. Uh, I think the Corvair is the official car of a motorcycle. In that you ride a motorcycle, there's going to be someone who's going to tell you a story of someone who died or almost died, or someone died, or someone mm. rode a motorcycle and immediately died. Yeah. And this and everybody dies. And you're going to, oh, wear a helmet and this or that. Corvair is that thing. Anybody who knows the uh, three things about cars knows that some, something about the Corvette Corvair is not right. I don't know what the deal is, but I heard that it's unsafe. Oh, you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful. I just wanna be part of the conversation. So I'm gonna tell you that it's care careful. And then you're going to say, okay, I'll be careful. Yeah, but be careful. (laughs) Well, okay, where's this conversation going? Well, I'm just worried about you, which means I want you to think about me, which means something is unfulfilled in my life, and I have to interject my emotions into your sun, interject your emotions, so they stay with you until sunset. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Chevy Spark, the official car of... No, that's not mine. That's the other one. It's the one with the ball on the antenna. Or No, I, I'm i the one with the other... I'm the one with the other video game sticker on the back. Ah. Chevy Spark. Takes me a while to even picture that car in my head. Good question. Nerdy Hillbilly again saying, you say it's better on gas and is cheaper to purchase. Oh, there, that's about trying to convince mom to let you ride a or, or have a car with a manual yeah again it's not about logic it's about emotions
1: yeah more or less that's kind of true of most things not just cars it oh, seems yeah. sean
0: simon i live in northeast ohio hello northeast ohio my friend is moving to orlando florida and has hired me to drive his 2016 jetta down to his new home this weekend and i'll be flying back on monday Can I turn this into a career? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why not car courier? I'm guessing if you want to set up an LLC as car courier, you're going to need some kind of insurance. And then you're going to have to price it. So it's worth your time, cover the cost of your insurance and cover the cost of gas that you're going to have to spend. Cause it's not like they're going to give you a wad of cash. I will drive your car to this, that, and the other. So now you're going to have to be insured. And so if you crash that car, you're going to be, have to, your name is going to have to be insured on every single policy of every car you drive. So it's not going to be under the table. This has to be a above board. I wonder if that's why car carriers, when like you get someone to bring a trailer or now DeMuro's thing that he did cars yeah. and bids is so tough. Cause you have to have someone who is willing to go through the the heartache of that paperwork, Yeah, which is why they're all on trailers because you can insure a car and a trailer and the stuff that's on it, I think falls under something else like liability insurance for the business. Yeah. That'd be a thing no. but you, yeah. that that's the thing. You'd have to then get like a diesel or pickup with a car. You'd have to be licensed to have a car trailer like that or a flatbed or something like that. You have to be, you get to drive that thing over States and States and highways and highways, and then learn how to thread that thing up streets. Because most people who buy these cars are going to realize you're going to be on like a, like someone who lives on, I don't know, like, not fifth, not fifth street. Um, name your name your like back street in town where they're where the out al- where the houses go from the front street to the alley out back, and there is no garage parking, everybody's mm. on streets, and now you have a dually pickup plus a car hauler in the back, and you get to drive down some of these Pennsylvania town roads that, yes, they're two way, but not really. Yeah, the, the, these roads in Pennsylvania and these small towns where you park on either side of the street. Like, I know that one right there. I'm not going to say the name of the street, but there's cars parked on both sides of the street. And when two cars come, sometimes if that's a dually coming the other way, guess what? I got to pull over into a spot or get really far over or even back up. So that's going to be your life now, figuring out where you're going to go. Uh, Looking at the streets as you get to this person's residence, who owns a row home somewhere, who just bought an R32. Mm-hmm. skyline and now you got to bring your your freaking king ranch or whatever it is you're leasing <laughs> down this road so yes you can turn that into a business you probably need like ten thousand dollars to get started not trying to turn you off yeah but, but still Run a business in pennsylvania they said it'll be fun they said what are you drinking i am drinking stuff that um uh one volunteer brought us uh this is samuel adams summer ale citrus hmm. wheat ale he also gave me a yeti a yeti thing and so far it does work very it nice. keeps it cold from beginning then very nice indeed and not sweaty I, I, but I, I feel like a kid with a juice box with this <laughs> <laughs> or a kid riding with one of those fat pencils in the first grade yeah like it's chunky and the thing about yetis is i'm learning they're heavy so it's hard to tell if I'm done with my beer yet, <laughs> it's always sort of like, wow, I got a lot of beer left. <laughs> it's things heavy. Like, hang on. There's a lot of metal around this can now. Um, uh, Derek Law says, my dad is a retired truck driver. He didn't teach me manual because all his daily drivers were autos because he didn't want to deal with it when he wasn't working. But we're talking 18 gears over three six, which I guess means... rear end or I don't know what 3.6 means unless you're splitting gears or something like that. 6, 12. Oh, okay. So there's six gears, but they're triple. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that. It's like on my off times when I'm hanging out with people, I rarely talk about cars, Yeah, talk about other things. This is my job.
1: Yeah. Why would you? Like I don't so, talk to car or with car, about cars with anybody.
0: I feel like a lead weight when, you know, people come over and they want to talk to me about cars. It's like, okay, yes, I have opinions about that car that you want to get. And I feel obligated to weigh in because I know a few things. That's why when people ask me what kind of car should I Toyota Corolla? Yeah. And it's like, but what about Toyota Corolla? I don't ends, care it ends the conversation it ends the conversation i don't know. yeah
1: it's something where i think um at least with me uh, mm-hmm. people will ask me things and i just it's like well you're the car guy i'm like well uh, but not the one to be giving like to tell you how to live your life because i'm not i can tell yeah, you yeah the car is get. part
0: of your life now yeah for a lot I, of people that is the most significant purchase you're ever going to get outside yeah. of your casket
1: Yeah, it's like I don't know. (laughs) Damn, that No, but like I don't know how to make you happy, like or what makes you happy. Like I can give you a recommendation of like if I were you, what I would get, but I I don't know that you're going to enjoy that because it's just a thing that you know, like you need to be the one to make this decision. Yeah, I I can go from a certain amount of like criteria that you give me, but also like. I don't want to think about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back to, you know, whatever pressing matter is in my brain at the time, which yeah. to be God's honest is usually just absolutely nothing. Whatever yeah. the mental equivalent of cobwebs are yeah. or tumbleweeds. Yeah. Uh,
0: Murray Mack and, check- and, check- and, check- and, check- and uh, says my mom was against me getting a manual as my first car, but she taught me how to do it. My second, third, and fifth were manual. BRZ for the, for the win. Yep. I cannot fault anybody for getting a BRZ. They are they are 100% good. They are fun to drive. Would a Miata be better? Eh, they're a better daily than a BRZ. BRZ, you can actually put stuff in. Peebers, New Jersey Jazz, 91. this one is for both of you what do you wish you could have learned sooner in life uh keep up the great work guys i wish i would have learned how to keep my mouth shut when i'm working joe jobs i wish i would have learned that a degree in english is kind of (laughs) worthless not worthless now but I wish I would have knew, knew that, uh, making all those silly videos in college was really teaching me how to use premiere and would lead to this. Um, I wish I would have known that the gym was free in college and I could have used it to get ripped in college. I didn't figure that out until I wasn't ripped, but I worked out a lot in senior year. Yeah. I wish I knew to wash my bedding at least once a week because <sighs> my dorm room stank. I couldn't figure out why. It's like, well, you don't wash your... And also, when your bath towel needs to be washed. <laughs> yeah, that, those get... But I don't understand. It's like I wash my... It's, I'm, all it is is soapy water. It should be always clean. No, it's not how it works. Um.
1: Well, for me, the phrase has always been that I wish I knew than what I know now. But for me, that always rung kind of hollow because what would have been valuable to me back then was not the knowing what's valuable is the process by which that thing is learned Yeah, so that I don't, end up in a place where um i it's essentially doing a math problem and getting the answer but not knowing how to do the work right you know yeah you learn the lesson but if you didn't have the experience that taught you the lesson you know i don't know how well the lesson sticks now granted people can learn things without necessarily having them happen to them you know you can have someone whose races have their mind changed without any formal Mm -hmm. like inciting incident but yeah for the most part like if you're going to learn something that's pivotal to your life such mm-hmm. as you know i don't know maybe like english degrees aren't the most useful degrees that's something that you'll only probably learn from getting an english degree and realizing <laughs> how pointless it is it to is, have yeah, it yeah. um although i guess maybe people are learning it from us saying that but i always say and like the most valuable thing that i got out of grad school was meeting you <laughs> like because it's more valuable than the degree i got mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah, the most thing. valuable
0: thing i got was learning how to just be disciplined there you go and i got the most out of dr schwartz's classes a little bit of Forsyth and vogel Oh yeah, Vogel. The classes I learned with him were instrumental. Yeah, on critical thinking and actually writing scholarly papers, which you see every week in little little bits of form in RCR. Like we're free associating the heck out of our, these things, but yeah, not citing any of the sources unless we absolutely have to. Um, and not to be freaked out about deadlines.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Of essentially trying to meet a deadline is important, but the importance of a deadline is really about teaching you how to keep your own schedule yeah so that you know this isn't high school we're not going to give you detention you're paying to be here so you should want to be here that type of thing but also this is your assignment and it's teaching you to like okay we're telling you how far out you need to have this done by please do not wait until the last minute to do this. The idea of deadlines being that, well, okay, it allows me to sort of portion things out in a way that makes sense for me. So that I don't feel like my life is being overrun by all the things that I have to do, but I would always, uh, you know, kind of just (laughs) do it at the last minute. I just kind of give up and just do it then. So yeah, When I think
0: a lot about the nineties and the two thousands, a lot of it was ego based and I wish I would have learned how little I exist. Um, I didn't really figure that out until late, early thirties. Um, and again, it was stuff during grad school that, and this was a bit of, uh, Dr. Schwartz and that the concept of individuality was invented. Like, uh, it was invented, um, uh, around the time of the, of the, um, uh, renaissance. And then this is a whole, uh, oh, who was that other, he was a good professor, but he got the, but he got in trouble.
1: Oh yeah. I do not remember his name, but I remember, his you know, face. What? I
0: remember, I remember his name. I remember his face and I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. But he told me that the they're really like from his opinion, he was an excellent professor. He just he was just a little bit of a Bill Clinton. He was kind of a horn dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> eh. You can kind of read it in him because a lot of handsome man. Yeah. Th- well, and actually,
0: th- he was he was a male model
1: briefly. <laughs> yeah. And and you, you could see from how like some of the students reacted to him. Yeah I remember
0: female. I read, I read rate my professor on him. People said, "Oh, every time he wears jeans his butt is so hot." This is a guy who just pulled unfortunately uh got tripl- got got 37s in the genetic uh, slot machine growing up. Yeah. He had that perfect bilateral symmetry going on with his face. There was no ah, a handsome man, but probably as a result of that or you know well there's a lot of handsome people who have learned how to keep their dick in their shorts this guy for whatever reason it's not the cause but maybe a contributing factor that you know women want to bang him yeah all he has to do is flash them baby blues yeah
1: and you know they kind of do what they want but it's also the bad side of using those genetic gifts towards ill purpose yeah of like yeah There are so many better ways he could have gone about yeah. being good looking yeah. than to, yeah. But eh.
0: I don't know. I've seen him without the beard and I've seen him with the beard. And in both cases, he looked like Chris Evans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And Chris Evans just had that like dick yeah. pic issue. Yeah. Which I mean, I always find it funny. I, I mean, that's a lot of his She, well, she, she funny, just boned it. It's like, yep. That's a naked picture of me. <laughs> You're welcome. He pretty much did. He's like, <laughs> oh, well, well what are you gonna uh, do? now that I have your attention, vote. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because like he took it in such stride. Mm. Whereas I don't know that uh, every celebrity in that position could have. Mm-hmm. Um, now, part of it was that it was his own gaffe. It was his own mistake. But even then, like Ray Park, the guy who played,
0: he s- I don't know the specifics. Did he send naked pictures to someone else?
1: No, he showed on uh, social media a picture of his camera roll, like all the photos. And in like the corner, you just see like, okay, that is totally a wang. <laughs> um, and it's just bizarre.
0: Pictures of my dick.
1: I, I had friends on my Facebook, uh, female friends who were saying that like, uh, hey, does anyone happen to have like the picture of Chris Evans' thing? Because I've been looking <laughs> on uh, the internet and I haven't been able to find it anymore. And I'm like, well, you got to go to uh to like twitter or something yeah because you know, i'm pretty sure they twitter have it. There. dick yeah they, they do really do yeah they really do and i twitter like, is
0: better than like porn hub sometimes sometimes i mean you get these people like god bless them for putting yeah. up like free samples from their only fans and i'm like look i can make do with this yeah no 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 it's you're great. you're like the costco or sams club of me beating off yeah no. free samples rock
1: yeah, I follow Angela White and uh Cody mm. Vore mm. on Twitter. That's just fantastic. <laughs> and I it's uh, I think a lot of it is Oh, okay. So the guy who plays Darth Maul, uh Ray Park or played Darth Maul, mm-hmm. um he might be out of a job because he did more or less the same thing Chris Evans did except it was him getting a hummer and uh you know, i think there was a debate as to whether or not it was like a revenge thing that he released it on purpose because i think it was like his ex-wife or something Uh, um and it's it was just so weird because you're just scrolling through your pages and then all of a sudden it's like darth maul is posting him getting like a professional or whatever it's (laughs) a professional yeah um it's just so weird uh that celebrities are prone to making such wild mistakes that, yeah, you know, in the days of Rock Hudson, yeah, like, this would not happen. Like, Rock Hudson, people didn't even find out he was gay until, like... After what, his death or something? Or right before when he came out and said that he had AIDS. And mm-hmm. then, you know, but even then, it's like, it was this protected secret in Hollywood because mm-hmm. they had this respect enough to want to... Well, okay, I could say it was respect, but also it's wanting to keep an actor viable as a moneymaker. But, you know, it's, it's different times, different
0: times. Nowadays, you just roll with it. You just do the, uh, you just say tiger blood and people kind of like, yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> Uh William uh, Bazitsky, Bidirsky, Bidirsky or Badiersky? Uh First, no question. Thank you for the donation. And then another donation and thank you for your question. How cheap do you think an electric vehicle needs to be before it can reach the car enthusiast toy territory? $25,000. Hmm. I come up with that number because that's what the BRZ was initially. But yeah. then with markups, it was closer to 28, 29. Yeah. It has to
1: be under 30. Hmm. Uh, uh, do you have a question from Nate Smith? Did we there? skip one? Yeah, I think we might have skipped one. Scrolling
0: back down, looking for a Nate Smith. Now, sometimes it's going to be after Cole, Nerdy Hillbilly, Cameron, Miat. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. now now we're into last time.
1: Yeah, maybe we if we refresh and we just haven't gotten to it yet. Mm.
0: Yeah. Tired truck driver. Cheap electric vehicle. That's a cheap electric vehicle. Oh, I need a a what? Um. Um, one second, yeah, this thing's fan kicked on, which means I gotta prop the, it up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nate Smith says it's all good, so I guess we'll get to it um, okay. at some point. Um, it's just we haven't gotten there yet. So, yeah. Uh, oh wow! Now I hear the fan. That's a that is a sound, all right. Yeah, I
0: I Apple products. They don't like
1: having vents
0: on them. Well, your laptop doesn't really have vents but i've never heard your fans kick on
1: well i don't think you've ever been around my laptop long enough for the fans to kick on because they Mm. were pretty loud last night when i was editing in premiere Oh, okay and so it was just kind of strange where uh i don't know i had a laptop cooling pad and i don't remember what i did with it my Mm. sister got it for me for christmas and for the life of me i don't remember what i did with it i would be so freaking valuable right now hyper garage
0: it says Fiesta ST or N.A. Miata. Well, these are two very different cars. One is a four-door hatchback with a turbo, and another one is a naturally aspirated two-door convertible roadster. Not as a daily driver, but as a driver's car. Miata wins. Which one is more fun to drive, Miata? Regardless of practice, Miata. <laughs> N.A. Miata. Pick one it's gonna be more engaging than a Fiesta ST. Fiesta ST will be a little bit faster. But if you spend the extra money and get the Mazda speed Miata that only existed for two years, that is the best Miata. The Turbo that's the best Miata no, that ever best Miata because they only made it for two years and I have the cereal Miata of the best Miata. My Miata serial number is the best Miata cereal bowl. And that's <laughs> that gets me overtime. And every time I take my Miata cereal bowl uh through the cars and Miatas, they they have
1: <laughs> cars and cars cars and Miata. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you could keep that going <laughs> uninterrupted
0: it's a, it's like a wing ding car meet is a whole shit box of, a whole bunch of corvettes and you're a a car show means tons of corvettes a car meet means tons of miatas <laughs> <laughs> um good question excellent uh yeah miata is the answer very legal very cool there's a familiar face uh thank you for your generous donation Love you guys, but I think your take on COVID lasting four years is ignoring ignoring reality for the sake of high stool nostalgia. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> on it ignoring reality for the sake of high stool nostalgia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Based on what evidence. I mean, that one guy from
1: like that one thing in India says it's gonna be four years. Well, it was an, I, an analogy, not really anything that was couched in terms of like true reminiscence. Like No, I mean like your comparison, like saying it was four years isn't because we want to go back to high school, quite the opposite. In fact, it's just a mechanism for coping with the idea of it lasting longer than we want it to. Yeah. And then if it lasts briefer, then you can be like pleasantly surprised, but you go in with the worst case scenario in your head. That's how I read it. Okay. It's like not something where you're saying like, Hey, let's, Let's prepare for four years of this and pretend it's high school again and we're all in freshman year. Like, yes, that's an analogy, but we're not using it in terms of like, you know, hey, let's reminisce about being freshman again. Because no one liked being a freshman. No. Let's be realistic. Freshman year sucked. This is I c- got hell.
0: I had to go to summer school freshman year for algebra.
1: Yeah, it's 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 something because my
0: teacher was an army howitzer like engineer, like on a fire team. And this guy was a colossal dick bag, and it was his last year, and all he all he did was rant about how students thought he, they were too smart for the class. <laughs> his name was Alan Greenswig, and fuck him. And I hope your grave is nice and moldy. <laughs> God damn it. I and then I had Mr. Bersick, not not Mr. Bursick, Mr. Mr. Brummer for Algebra Two. I'm like, oh he was kind and i got solid b's in his class versus flunking algebra one because i had this old you know army guy who thought the best way to teach kids was to be mean
1: to him Mm. mean to them and berate them yeah doing the whole uh you know severus snape nonsense yeah but what was the rest of that question?
0: Uh, the rest of the question. Th- and on a different note, what books have you read recently? I haven't read any, well,
1: he's rereading, I'm, reading, I'm well, I'm reading it for the first time. I've never mm. actually read it before is a uh, fear and loathing on the campaign trail 72 by Hunter S Thompson. And it is a very, um, like I've read extensively about the 72 election with Nixon versus McGovern. And which was one of the biggest electoral blowouts in the history of American politics, or at least the modern history of American politics. And to have Hunter S. Thompson covering it in that Gonzo style, which essentially inserts him self as a character into his own narrative, is very um, engaging. And in a very real way, I think to have it play out in real time relative to 1972, it's fascinating to see how certain candidates rise and fall away. And the way that politics then isn't in, in, isn't as alien to now as I might've expected it to be. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I mean, now granted, there are some names that they expect you to just know that I don't, and I've pretty much sort of given up on trying to know them Mm -hmm. and just instead getting lost in the story. But it's very nice thing to read his, he writes his way of just writing and speech it's it's very hard for any person to replicate um i don't know you do a very good impression when you we were talking at the cafe earlier but it's something that i think um would have
0: a pen so half the half the thing to doing thing doing hunter s thompson is to cut off the end of the sentence after everything you said but most people when they do uh hunter s thompson is to do johnny depp doing hunter s thompson Mm. and uh um, it's weird. I read the great Gatsby after reading fear and loathing on the uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. And after reading um, the strange and terrible saga of the, uh, uh, the hell's angels. Mm. So when I read great Gatsby, I, <laughs> I thought this, Oh, this is clearly Hunter. This is where he got it. Cause, cause the rhythm of the sentences were the same. And of course that legendary thing that he typed out, whether that's true or not, I don't know. <laughs> whether HST typed out the great Gatsby word for word to learn the rhythm, whether that's lore or not. I don't know.
1: And yeah, if, if there was a book that you could do it with, that'd be the one if only because it's not a very long book true. So you can, I don't know, um, good stuff as, good stuff.
0: as my trigonometry teacher. Mr. Lagola said good stuff. Again, a math teacher that I got good grades in. Not always not as good as Mr. Brummer, but not as good as Elaine Reed. But even though Elaine Reed like <coughs> lives in this town and I see her from time to time. Hey, Mrs. Reed. <laughs> hey. Hey, guess what? I almost failed the class. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I haven't seen Mr. Lagola in a long time. Mr. Lagola. he was a teacher. His facial hair grew so freaking fast. It was like John Ham, like the, the legends of John Hamm, like as they were filming uh, Mad Men, that he had to get a shave sometimes twice a day. Because His facial hair was that fast. Um, Mr. Lagola was like that. I would see him sometimes at the beginning of the, uh, well, I've never, his classroom was in the junior hall. And when I had him, I was a senior, so I only saw him briefly in the morning because, you know, different hall. And he was clean shaven in the morning, but I didn't have him until eighth period, last period of the day, before ninth period, activity period. And At the end of the day, he had had a five o'clock shadow at 2.20 damn and he would have his class notes on note cards that we do he would keep in those little metal 1950s containers he'd pull them out pull out his notes for today's class and while he was there i don't have a note card with me but i'll do it with my phone in between talking he was waiting for an answer the thing would inevitably come up to his face and you'd hear I don't know if you can hear that on the mic but just scraping yeah. the sound the sound of like cardboard on sandpaper i was like wow <laughs> i remember my buddy tom we would draw these comics in class um <laughs> of just like the teachers and stuff and i think like mr lagola would have uh <laughs> I think it, it may have been based on like a Homer Simpson joke, but like you'd see him shave his face I mean, just, and just shave it next panel stubble again. <laughs> but, you know, jet black hair. He was just sort of like a solid teacher. I kind of miss him a little bit. Okay. I, I miss him because I miss him in the same way I miss like uh, shopping mall music. Ah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Or shopping malls in general.
0: Like God bless that person on YouTube who lo- who, lo- who loaded all those Kmart tapes from the 1980s mm. KMRT. I'm like, I remember this and I don't know how I remember this. Yeah. Like yeah. they went deep into the nineties where they were just running cassette tapes yeah. of like, like covers of songs. Sometimes it was the real song. Sometimes it was a, a music version of the song and then they would just have these store announcements going on i'm like fuck yes the blue light
1: special yeah it's it's that feeling of uh sitting at the kmart little caesars Mm. and getting uh saying surprise surprise to get the kids meal toy and then um you know just eating your breadstick that it's just warm starchy sustenance and somewhere
0: in the back god is on his throne there is someone controlling things and that feeling of being a kid and believing that there are responsible adults manning the engine Mm. of the world and knowing that this ship is being steered true because the school bus always comes, the lunch is always there, and the lights are always on, and the bells ring at the same time. And now I... I wonder if it's I'm realizing this or students have all or students are realizing this now and it's hard to tell that adults are still babies walking around that's half of a, a Joe Rogan line that we're just kind of faking it
1: yeah or maybe
0: all... this is the grim year of our lord 2020 um
1: I think a lot of it is that We expect that as we get older, we will mature into the well-worn skin of adulthood. Mm -hmm. Whereas while our skin does become less pliant, our minds do not because there is that sense that we are adults in name only Mm -hmm. and that... The operational consistency in which we found such comfort Mm -hmm. is incumbent upon us to see through. We are now the adults on which the younger generations depend in some regards, the consistency with which, you know, the Bus arrives. The lunches are there. Those are all adults now who are doing those things people who are doing the Work that keeps the roads Running and keeps you know Mm -hmm. The I don't know. It's just you don't think about it when you're young you just accept that the world is how it is and you know One day you'll be part of that vast continuum, but until then, life is just whatever it is in that moment.
0: I hope that bringing RCR every single Monday brings to folks younger than myself that feeling of stability. No matter what the toxic news brings every Monday there will be RCR.
1: Yes. And I like to, um, I, I consider a point of pride. And also mm-hmm. that I think it's an important thing in formation among children uh, psychologically that there are indeed traditions on which their psychological, continuum can rely Mm -hmm. so that I remember when my nephew was young we'd always have our holiday traditions that we would go through and so that and even summer traditions so that they know this is happening here and you know it's just little things that you can rely on that are kind of like save points in the general year Mm -hmm. so that you know if something If life isn't great between here and here mentally your mind can always go back to this point or Mm -mm. go jump ahead to this point that you can look forward to of course it runs counter to the notion that my fifth grade teacher mr. Smith always told me which is you can't go through life expecting to have things to look forward to whoa because which is heavy for a 10 year old to hear but also very, it's something I also carried with me because I, at first I took it as nonsense, but as I got older, I realized that no, you really can't go through life having things to look forward to, or always expecting to have something to look forward to, because then the life that you're living isn't enough. Like you have to get to a point in your life where the life you're living can be enough, which is a very privileged position to get to. But I think it's not so privileged when you look at it as surviving Mm. as getting to a point in life where, all right, this is something that I can live with. And maybe it's not ideal for now, but i don't need to keep looking to the horizon to be able to be present in the mm-hmm. moment and so it's all a lot of trial and error that you only get through life and I harken back to the earlier question about what's something i wish i knew then mm-hmm. it's to learn how to be more present in the moment and mm-hmm. to uh live life literally one day at a time because i spent a lot of time freaking myself out just doing the whole thing where i'm a. Uh, i'm always looking ahead not necessarily to things to look forward to but things to be afraid of Mm. and that does nobody any kind of good just focus on the here and now whatever comes later will come and you'll deal with it then that's why i got in the habit of saying like whatever that's future next problem but (laughs) it's also the different screw that guy he sucks um but it's also something that doesn't mean don't have a plan it just means don't spend time obsessing over the future over next week, next month, next year, you know, just live for now.
0: Yeah. I wonder if I'm going to need a third beer to get through this coming up on an hour 43 and nowhere near done with these questions. Mm-hmm. I had two like really good lines and I forgot what they were. Oh, well, I have to pee again. Ah, that was a long question. Thank you. Very legal. Very cool uh team test bot with uh 420 bro mm-hmm. finally caught one live van truck nation hey do you know charles Guam? unless that is Earl's Guam. that was another guy in atlanta so i said yes to going down but it's a question of when the moses channel uh thank you for your donation thank you what is a good all-season tire for a rideshare driver. And what is your take between Honda Accords versus Camry's? Okay. The good all season tire is the one that's on sale. Uh, what? I don't even know what's on the Subaru right now. Hand cooks, I guess. Have a good tire guy and just go with what he says. I bought one with a warranty on it. Mm. They run specials all the time. Just buy a major brand. You'll be fine. They know what they're doing. Um And what's your take between a Honda Accord versus a Camry? Do you like Top Ramen or Maru Chan? Ah. If you're talking about a Cam... There's no freaking... Camry is superior. Just get the Toyota. The t- t- if... If you're doing ride share, you need absolutely, if you need reliability above everything else, you get a Camry. If you want your manual transmission to be a little bit more fun, you get a Honda. But if you're ride sharing a lot, you're probably gonna get an automatic anyways. Buy the Toyota Camry, you'll be fine. Toyota Camry is the answer. Thank you. That was easy. Very nice. I have to pee again. Claudio Bisma doesn't have a question. Just says, I'm brown. I'm da-da, brown. Da. 90s. Lo-fi camping guy says, Roman, what is the
1: cool hat you always wear? Um, I wish I remember the name of the hat, but I always forget what it's called. I know it's not a cadet hat. Um, the My traditional hat that I wear in basically everything. Um. Hmm. I mean, this is obviously a beanie from my grad school, university, Kutztown. Um, but ultimately, oh, geez, I think it's like an army cap, they call it, or something along those lines. It's basically, uh, <laughs> you know, what you wear when you're in like a middling alt rock band from the early 2000s which is the type of aesthetic i live to aspire um you know uh i i i don't know it's very norm core i mean all i really need now is like i I look like you know the understudy for like the guy from the big and tall section in a lands end catalog except i'm not tall so you know hey just bring them in and have them wear denim all the time and yeah yeah i guess you could wear a hat well it depends on what kind of hat so yeah rock and roll um shit i don't know what type of i think it's an army cap i'm pretty sure because i haven't ordered one for a while because i have to order them online because my head is way too friggin big and i can't find hats that actually fit me around here they have to be flex fit and finding those hat in flex fit is a pain inside of my asshole. I, I just, it's something that I have way too much of a hard time doing. And most of the time they end up just being Kangol brand hats because they're like the only people who seem to make these hats. Uh, but yeah, I've always had the huge, huge head problem, So I don't know. Uh, they're kind of like the only hats I can wear other than beanies. So, yeah, that's something. Uh, Now, thankfully, you know, it's not like having a huge head prevents me from being in any given car. I mean, if I can fit in a Honda Beat, I can pretty much fit in anything uh, without having, like, my knees up against the steering wheel. I mean, I'm kind of a short guy anyway. Uh, But, Yeah.
0: Uh, hats, hats. Guitar player day. What is your opinion about the Kawasaki Vulcan 900 motorcycle? Well, it's no Honda Shadow, but it's fine. <laughs> That's it, the Vulcan 900. It is a cruiser, it is fine. The thing about motorcycle manufacturers is they're all pretty much good. The competition between bikes is more stringent. So you're, I guess Honda is technically better than Suzuki or Kawasaki or Yamaha, uh, Yamaha's pretty damn good too. Um, it's all up to the previous owner of whatever Vulcan 900 you're gonna buy. And then that's that. That literally is that, I think it's fine. Um, it's really hard to make a terrible motorcycle. The only terrible ones are those Chinese knockoff Kim Coast. Actually, you know, Kim Coast, South Korean. I've never ridden one, so I don't know what it's like long term. Anyway, good question, though. Zach Hellman says, thoughts on Oktoberfest beers? I'll drink one or two. I think they're kind of heavy and lack the bite, but I'm more of an IPA guy and a really crisp pilsner, so that's where my taste is. Good question, though. Thank you. Refresh. Uh, We're reaching the end of the... We're we're swinging up on two hours of this, so uh, no more Super Chats, please. We should get that sign. Well, there's not really more to do. Maybe it's trickling off anyway. Nate Smith. There you are. There's Nate Smith. Hey, boys. Because of you, I now own a 1992 Miata, Miata 87... Oh, excuse me. I now own a 92 Miata and a 1987 Prelude and a 1991 Geo Metro LSI, which I emailed you about. Always keep up the fancy work. Well, glad it worked out for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, watching. Andrew Upton recommends for getting a cheap manual hatchback. Toyota Corolla. Well, it's going to be our Honda Civic manual.
1: Then, now and for
0: Honda Civic hatchbacks are going to be more expensive. They're a little bit hard to find. Your Toyota Corolla hatchback is still manufactured today. If you really want to buy a new car, you'd you'd love it. It's exactly what you want. Small engine, good gas mileage, rev the nuts off of it. It is fine. You want a cheap, cheap, cheap manual hatchback? Well, then you get the Toyota Yaris three-door hatchback. It's as cheap as T-Berry gum. God damn, that's cheap. T-Berry gum is the ones you find in those cardboard vending machines that just say put a quarter in. And then like it's literally nothing stopping you from just taking candy. But it's like some Lions Club stuff they put on the desk at a dentist's office. Yeah. Yikes. Awesome, man. Quadruple three. Thank you for your donation. Do you miss your MR2? Yeah. Every now and again, I think about getting a third gen MR2. Even those prices are going up because of nostalgia, but I'm glad I had it. It's like a motorcycle, but slower and just as practical. <laughs> Nate Smith again says Have you ever driven a Geo Metro LSI? No, I, a, I don't think we did a Geo Metro. We just did the uh, Ford Festiva.
1: Yeah, I think that was on my list of cars we have to get if we get the chance to get them um the like more geos uh a sob sonnet more sobs in general um oh mine is way behind because i Mm. paused it um but yeah it's something where i basically think uh the more sort of weird stuff we can get the better or the more kind of like bland stuff because i find it weird it's kind of counterintuitive that the blander we get the more exciting it is to review them or to talk about them you know
0: yeah there seems to be more room for lampooning it whereas you you run into someone with a lt camaro and uh they're very proud of it yeah and i'm like uh, it it hurts to like make fun of them
1: yeah i mean i think i like i don't want them to be sort of I think a lot of people n- will come into it knowing what we're like and oh, I would hope so, but, um, doing the offer, knowing what we're like and hoping that their car is going to be the exception and we're not going to now this implies that like all of our reviews are negative about certain cars as if we never gush over anything. When we gush about plenty of things? It's just right the things that people don't really want us to gush about or that like, how could they like this, but not like this? It's like, well, hello, opinions. This yeah. is the thing. This is the whole point is opinions. Uh, i forgot where that was going so just forget it (laughs) that's fun uh buddy
0: scott says does nostalgia ever fade away and get replaced by new nostalgia as you get older sure does yeah i'm nostalgic for last year (laughs) or does everything eventually become nostalgic as it passes some point yes see car prices everything's a roller coaster Goes up, goes down, goes around. I think that's a Sam Kinnison line. Possibly. I'm going to get the sign. Okay, thanks. Good question. Thank you, Buddy Scotch. Panda 47 says, and thank you for your donation. Would you be interested in reviewing a 2001 Saturn SL one with 148,000 original miles as opposed to, as opposed to what? What mileage is an original? Well, I, I guess when you redo a car and put a new dash in and that's the miles that it says on it, um, you know, the drill, regular car reviews at gmail.com, your model, your make model city state in the title of the email and the body of the email and put the name of the car. And if you need more tape, it's going to be in the little uh, drawers over there by the desk lamp. Um, your make model city state in the title of the email, in the body of the email, put your phone number. Be sure not to abbreviate the name of the state. You need to type it all out so I can search for it in Gmail. Thank you. Anon Island Five. Thank you for your donation. Never usually catch the stream. Forgotten any questions, but I just want to say thank you. You've taught me more about cars than my father ever did. Happy to support the channel. Well-being for all. Well, Thank you so much. Thank you for liking. We'll keep it coming. Jason Hawkins says, with $10 Australian, Aussie fan here. Just want to support. But also, did you guys ever hear about the death of Holden and have any opinions? I understand GM. GM... That was a dark joke. I just thought in my head. Uh, GM likes to cut up stuff more than, you know, Quentin Tarantino does in Kill Bill or something like that. Um, Yeah. Uh, Since there was no emotions tied up with Holden because it doesn't exist here. Like, we did get Holden cars, the Chevy SS, the Pontiac G8. Um some of our Buicks crossed over, but because that brand doesn't exist here, it's like, okay, this GM brand, that's kind of GM, but really Australian existed and then it didn't. So what? And then, you know, it's like, I remember like seeing news stories about how like, like Rover doesn't exist anymore in the UK or the black cab is going away. And like, okay, Hey, this band that you never heard
1: of broke up. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, uh, such a shame. I like that one song that they do. Yeah.
0: Okay. See, that's what it was like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So the answer is no. I have no opinions about Holden going away because there's no emotion there. Oh, by the way, this comet is going to fly into this planet. Hmm. Is it ours? No. Are we going to get hit by any debris? no okay remember when those comets flew into jupiter i do not those asteroids i do not oh okay
1: um i do know well i mean there's been no less than like two or three reports this year of like the big headline is you know as if 2020 couldn't get worse comet headed in earth's orbit, and then you click on the article and it's like yeah it will miss us by about like 450 miles and like, like yeah.
0: 450,000 or something like that. yeah but oh, it was
1: uh It was
0: halfway between us and Mars. All right. Now what am I supposed to do with this information? Vote?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, what am I? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, If anybody tells me to take a mask off, I should just say I'm a third-party voter. (laughs) That should be my answer to everything. I vote, I'm a libertarian or something like that. Even though know, I'm not really a libertarian, I just, I'm not anything, and that infuriates people. you yeah. got to pick a team. Yeah. Why? And then sports. Yeah. Hustle and sports. Uh, JS. No question, but $50 Canadian. Thank you. Someday we'll come back to Canada land. Someday I'll have gravy with fries again. Someday I'll buy a beer with a single coin. (laughs) Someday I'll fly away. Do I still have my old thing full of Canadian money over there in that little thing of drawers?
1: Huh, apparently my hat is called a patrol cap. Thank you, Aaron Falcon. I need to order a new one. I believe it's probably going to start to smell at some point, which is why I try to alternate hats between this and the beanie. I promise this is not a hat podcast.
0: Nope. I'll bet like all things. When I moved here, I was going through all my stuff and started thinking, have you thought about it before this moment no okay then as a ship sails away so does its wake the past doesn't exist only in your mind so all those canadian quarters i had (laughs) that i have i still have some u.s proof sets over there so anyway so we've been going on for this for about two hours i don't want to take up too much of your time so Thank you uh, to everybody who uh, donated us on Super Chat. You probably just paid my New Jersey bill from the the friggin' Easy Pass that didn't read on my bike.
1: Wait, you got the $50 Canadian already?
0: Yeah, he didn't have a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's nothing attached to Hmm. it.
1: Wow.
0: Um, So thank you to everybody who donates on Super Chat. Thank you to everybody who donates monthly on our Patreon. You are helping regular cars to exist as a much larger channel then it really is thank you to everybody who uh watched this live stream we're gonna try to do this every week so for regular car reviews i'm brian i'm nick have a very good evening thank you thank you bye bye